Mum for others. My name is Father Raymond Kilmurray. I'm an Irish priest. I was born in Dublin, but I'm working in the Diocese of Cuenca, Spain. The concept I have as a priest uh, is to be an Alter Christus, another Christ. Uh, I was born and bred in a, in a Christian family, a truly good Catholic family, but the person that absolutely decided me, that made me see the priest as something virile, something truly courageous, something heroic, was Karol Josef Wojtyła. When he was elected Pope on Monday, the 16th of October 1978, I was absolutely taken by his first words. Praise be Jesus Christ. Jesus was placed at the centre of the world. Jesus was unashamedly confessed as being the solution for our lives. And I think that the Holy Father showed this by his tremendous wish to evangelize. He was a man who believed that Jesus was not being sufficiently preached by the lives of priests or even by bishops. John Paul II's greatest example, his admiration was for priests who were martyrs. The example, Raymond, my own name, and later his religious name, Maximilian Maria Kolbe. This man was a man who was asked by the concentration camp leader in Auschwitz, Jesus, who are you? And his answer was, in German, Ich bin katholischer Priester. I'm a Catholic priest. Before he was taken down to the bunker and slowly starved to death. And why did he like Maximilian Kolbe? Because Maximilian Kolbe spent the whole time expunging the rage and the anger of those who had been chosen by the Germans to die of starvation, bringing them to love God, bringing them to forgive, bringing them to pray for those who persecuted them. He was the last person to die, they couldn't kill him. And when the uh, person came to inject uh, intravenous poison into his system, the executioner, when he looked at Maximilian Kolbe's face, was so ashamed that he fled. And then they brought another man to kill him, finally. This man radiated goodness, and the priest is meant to be the radiator of God's goodness, of God's mercy, and of God's love. And why do I love John Paul II? Because he was chosen to be the postulator of Faustina Kowalska, who was chosen in her turn by Jesus to expand the message of uh, divine worship and divine mercy in the world. In 1848, when the Polish rebellion was taking place, and rebellion was taking place in many countries of Europe, there was a, a Polish poet, Sobieski, who actually says that in the future, in a world of darkness, a light would come from Poland and would seat itself in Rome. And this would be a means of great salvation for the world. He was undoubtedly prophesying the election of Karol Wojtyła, who was elected on the 16th of October, which is more or less around the date when Maximilian Kolbe founded the Knights of the Immaculate to defuse the theology of Our Lady as a mediatrix of all graces and as a co-redemptrix in the world. And here was a man chosen to diffuse the uh, divine mercy around the world. And he was also a man of prayer, a man that was given a special grace by a lady, just as Dominic of Guzman, the founder of the Dominican Orders, was uh, given the gift of the rosary by a blessed lady, the Holy Father John Paul II, who had had mystical trances in which he stopped talking or living in the real world in order to be taken up in a trance with Mary. 
he was inspired by Our Lady with the, the uh, Luminous Mysteries, which gives great life as to the, the life of the Church. The fact that Jesus was being baptized, that he was uh, sanctifying the water with his own presence, and in him, Jesus, there resides the fullness of divinity in a corporal manner. He, who was full of the Holy Spirit as a divine person, was making the water holy with the presence of the Holy Spirit. And therefore, Jesus, by being baptized, was cleansing, empowering the water with the Holy Spirit to be able to give the, the true life, because the water is also a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Man is being invited to participate in the divine life, the life of the Blessed Trinity through Jesus. And then in the second mystery, at the wedding of Cana, without the priest there's no Eucharist. And there's no Eucharist without the priest, the words of John Paul II. Our Lady was, uh, in a sense, there, uh, pointing us to Jesus in do whatever he says at the mystery of Cana. And this was also a, a future symbol of the um, water and wine that would be eventually transformed into the body of Christ's blood and Calvary. And then, consequently, Jesus was offering himself as a servant. Uh, Jesus who, in Philippians we read chapter 2, Jesus emptied himself. He did not covet a sense of being God. He emptied himself while remaining God. He emptied himself taking the form of a servant and went to the cross. The priest is a man that must die. He must die in order that he can bring a new life. The seed must die and then new Christians are brought forth. So the sense of the priest being a man of the cross. Without the uh, cross there's no salvation. The cross is the altar in which this great sacrament of reconciliation of men and God takes place. And then in the third mystery, which again was, as I said, inspired by a lady to the Holy Father, the third mystery, the most important thing, is that we're invited to go out and be witnesses. And Pope John Paul said, be my witnesses to the end of the world. And this he preached to the end of his life, speaking many, many languages, 14 languages, talking to men, explaining how Jesus loves them, explaining that it's worthwhile serving Jesus, that Jesus is the only name given to us in whom we can be saved. And Jesus inviting us to be his witnesses and to preach the good news by conforming our life to his precepts. Therefore we cannot water down and we cannot interpret in a subjective way uh, the precepts of Christ's doctrine as though it were a menu. We are called to be holy. We are called to be other Christs. We are called to be what Jean-Marie Vianney, the Curé Vaz, was. About him they used to say, I have seen God in a man. And then in the fourth mystery we have the transfiguration of Jesus. Jesus showing that not only is he a man, he is God. And we are called to be citizens of heaven. We are called to not only enter into heaven, but to share the throne of Jesus at the right hand of the Father. The Apostles, uh, Peter, John and James, see Jesus glorified and therefore this will give them the strength to be columns of the church in order that their faith will not falter, that they can give witnesses to the rest of the Apostles and followers of Christ after the tremendous test of the passion and death that in fact Jesus is glorified, that Jesus is God and that this life is only a means in order to jump to a higher level which is the life of the eternal Jerusalem. And then, in the fifth mystery, the institution of the Blessed Eucharist. The body and blood, the soul and the divinity of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, about which Our Lady spoke at Fatima, and without which we cannot uh, 
be saved, unless he who does not eat my body and drink my blood has no life in him. And the life is the life of the blessed Trinity. Jesus is saying that we must not only yeah, participate of his body and blood, but we must reproduce the strength of God's love, which is given to us in the Holy Eucharist. There are so many things I could say about John Paul II that I would probably need one day. But what I'm saying to you now is that this is the man that makes me be what I am as a priest and think what I think as a priest and say what I'm saying to you as a priest. And I would simply say, Stolat Jan Pavel Trugi. Long live John Paul II.